Hi, this is Fiona Duraf, and you are listening to The Horror Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me as always uh, is my co-host Brian. Uh, Phillip's got a Little League game tonight, and I think he's still recovering from Frightmare, but we got a great stand-in. Our number one fan and and, and editor-in-chief, Patrick Lear. What's up, Patrick? Hey, guys. How's it going? We're doing good, man. I don't know about Brian. Got stuck in Alaska during the Frightmare, (laughs) goddammit. Yeah, <laughs> well, we certainly missed him. Yeah, it sucks, but it's always next year. That's true. Well, I know, I know, me and uh, Phil are going to do our our frightmare coverage in a in a special one off show, uh, probably in a in a week or two. But uh, Patrick, since since Brian couldn't be there, and I guess unfortunately most of our listeners, which if we got to set something up for the future, what are you guys thinking here? Like a like a meetup or something. Seemed like the pla- uh, uh, the place to do it. I know Texas isn't super centralized, but it's in Dallas, which is at least on the the north side of the state. You know. Yeah, that right. sounds pretty cool. And it's a main thoroughfare too, so for planes and stuff. Yeah, and it's right there, literally at the airport. I mean, it can't get much more convenient than that. So, uh, all right, Pat, give give us the rundown, dude. What what did you think? What were your high points? What were the low points, if any? Are you, are you glad? You um, oh, I'm definitely glad I went. Um, I mean, for me, it was a lot of things. Just getting to hang out with the whole returns a bunch is always fun. Uh, but uh, I really enjoyed uh, a lot of the stuff. Just the costumes were pretty cool. Uh, the Jason panel was was entertaining. Uh, and then Sunday, I, I went and sat in on the IT panel, and that was kind of cool, uh, just hearing the kids talk about stuff. And um, the little kid that played Georgie kind of stole the show. Cause, oh, yeah? I mean, he, he's, yeah, he really is a little I mean, he's like, what, eight, seven or eight? <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw him at his table. <laughs> he looked like he was about two feet. He looked, he looked smaller than Chucky, man. Yeah. He, uh he loved telling stories. He liked being in the spotlight. So yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool. It was fun to hear from him and, and the others. And so they, they told some stories about the set and all that stuff. So it was pretty cool. Um, and then just, uh, of course, got to meet uh, the Nez, which was pretty awesome. So Oh, yeah. Um, shout out to Nez, man. He was the glue that uh, held us all together. I think he was the only sober one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> May have been. Uh, but uh, no, it, it was good times. I mean, it, it was um, 
I also, I mean, I, I would have liked to have had a little bit stronger guest list, but you know, I, I can't. It's like I told uh, Kevin, you know, you can't, you can't judge a con on the first year going. Um, you almost have to give it two or three shots because you never know from one year to the next how they're going to do things. So, um, I think my biggest disappointment was we didn't get to see a lot of celebrities in the bar and stuff. This time, you know, yeah. I know like last year you got to do that, and it seemed like they were all. I don't know if they were all in somebody's room doing blow or what. But, um, <laughs> they weren't out hanging out the bar, so <laughs> I'm sure they weren't all doing blow. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> yeah, it was, dude. It was packed, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was crazy amount of people there. It was ridiculous. It was a lot more crowded than uh, than last year. So the. I, I will say this, and, and then of course anything else I'll cover. I'll cover when we do our when we do our wrap up with Bill. But um, I did I didn't see anybody at all in the bar. But I had one one brush brush with fame Saturday morning. Pat, I told you about that, right? Uh, I think you did. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, so somebody Friday gave me a cookie, and I don't know what was in that cookie. Uh But uh, dude, I slept like ten hours. Man, I was asleep at eight o'clock. And I got up about, I guess I got, well, shit, I got up about 7. I slept like 11 hours, man. And uh, nobody else was up yet, so I, I went and hit the gym for for about 45 minutes. And and who was right next to me doing bench presses? The great Tom Savini, sex machine. He's still keeping it in order, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. Real down-to-earth guy. A lot of people talk about he's intimidating and all that. That's bullshit, man. We talked for quite a while. He said that, he said they told him there were eighteen thousand attendees, but he said it looked like a hell of a lot more than that. And you know he's done a lot of cons. Yeah. You know, so he definitely knows what he's talking about. But uh, yeah, I was real disappointed we didn't run into anybody in the bar, man. Yeah, it was it was definitely uh, kind of weak on that end. But I, I will say to this, while while Lance was sleeping it off at seven o'clock at night. Uh, Nez and I kept it going until about one thirty in the morning. So <laughs> you, you guys know, did it right. We, we were still out, we were still not representing. So <laughs> absolutely. All right, man. Well, other than that, Pat, what's your what's your cool of the week, man? Uh, the Cobra Kai series. Yeah, um, oh, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Guys. So can't be I enjoyed good. it. That can't be good. <laughs> it it was so good. I watched it twice. Are you yeah. serious? Yes. It hit all those uh, those nostalgic beats from the old right. series. So. Exactly. And I'm about halfway through it. I haven't watched them all yet, but I'm about five or six episodes in. So, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get, is that your tool of the week too, Brian? It, I, mean, I got a couple movies, but yeah, it was on my list. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, the movies I checked out. I checked out Downrange. Uh, Shutter oh, I've exclusive. I've been wanting to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's uh, uh about a sniper uh, got got people pinned down on on a kind of deserted road somewhere in the middle. It's in the middle of nowhere, and right. You know, I mean, I don't want to spoil nothing, but you know, there was there was a decent gore, and uh, my wife don't really get into movies like that, but uh, she enjoyed it. So right, it's probably saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Was it anything like rubber? I have not seen Rubber. <laughs> okay. But it's funny since we somebody brought that up because uh, right. 
my brother-in-law's girlfriend had just uh, <laughs> asked us if we wanted to watch it. So mm-hmm. I think I'll be checking it out here soon. Cool. Yeah. And don't regret it, man. And I also checked out uh, Primal Rage, the Bigfoot movie. Oh, any good? Uh, it's okay. Um, I like the look of the look of Bigfoot. A uh, different look than what you're usually seeing seen in other movies, but it was it was a decent Bigfoot movie. He he wasn't all blurry. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think uh, that's all I checked out. All right, yeah, my cool of the week, hands down, guys. <laughs> you you gotta love this one. Anybody ever heard of a of a of a a huge mega budget? release that just came out called Snake Out of Compton? <laughs> I, I've seen it available. Have you? Yeah. I, I haven't watched it yet, but... Alright, it, it really okay. It really reminded me of those terrible uh, heavy metal horror movies we watched with the Horror Mafia last oh, month. Okay. Because it's kind of like a little bit of music inter- interspersed with, with the action scenes. But, um... Yeah, I don't want to give too much away. I don't even want to. I don't. There's like a really funny intro that ties into it. It ties into all these other movies, and it has a lot. It has a ton of pop culture references in it. It's it's very it's very cleverly written for a shitty B movie. Uh, special effects are absolutely horrendous, and that almost kind of adds to the fun of the movie. So, I'm I'm giving nothing away. Because it's a very important plot line, and the and the ending is just ha- will have you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> Snake out of Compton, check it out, guys. <laughs> I'll have to look for it. All right, Brian, we got any uh, got any news going on, man? Uh, let's see. Uh, FX gave the green light for uh, what we do in the shadows in order to ten episode series. Well, let's hope they don't over wear out their welcome with the jokes. I don't know if I'm down for this show because it's going to be the American version. Oh no! So I I do not think Taika Waititi's involved in this. Well, how how could he not be? I don't know. I uh, you think he would produce it or something? Yeah, but. I don't know. It's just it doesn't it doesn't feel right. Hmm. I would have rather got that uh that uh what was it the werewolf movie that was gonna do as a spinoff? Yeah, swearwolves. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh let's see, another T V series, uh a little bit about the purge series came out. They said it was gonna be seventy percent purge, thirty percent flashbacks, so Okay. We're gonna get a little flashback, little basically a little telling of what the the story is, and then it's just gonna be mostly purging going on. Okay. All right. Uh, look, I'm looking. At, hold on. If we can go back to this, what we do in the shadow, man. I'm I'm looking at the uh, if if I'm looking at the right thing in IMDb, it shows the cast, and there's some guy named Matt Barry that's starring in it, a British actor. Okay. He's like a Jermaine Clement lookalike, man. Huh. So, come on. If you're going to do that, just put fucking Jermaine Clements in it. Probably couldn't get... I don't know. Like I said, I this something, something doesn't feel know. right about this. Uh-uh. No, not at all. What do you think, Pat? Are you going to be passing on it or checking it out? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll check out the first episode and 
see see if it's any good. I mean, I'll give it a chance, but I, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't think it'll be anything like the original show. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, who knows? I mean, it's always worth checking out at least one episode. I'll waste that much time on it. Yeah. Yeah, I did that with Lost in Space, and I definitely never got past the first episode. <laughs> it I took me about four or five to tap out of that one. <laughs> oh, you didn't finish it? No, I haven't finished I might go back okay. and finish it at some point, but right. I, you know, it, it kind of fell off my priority list. So Yeah, I think I stopped about four episodes. Got it. Uh, let's see, some movie news. Uh, we're getting Rambo 5. That's been confirmed. Stallone hmm. is uh, writing the script and made direct. <laughs> well, why mm-hmm. not? <laughs> and in this one, Rambo will be taken on the Mexican cartel. Okay. I have so, no uh, idea why he would be doing that, but... Not the Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> I really I really enjoyed the last one, so... Right. Yeah, actually, the last one was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed all of them, man. Do you think he's going to be teaming up with Benicio Del Toro and uh, Cable? <laughs> oh. That trailer looked... Sicario well, looks awesome. Yeah, it, it does. Looks, it looks awesome, but it's kind of like... It, it's, it seems like a strange movie to make to make a sequel to for some reason. Well, the, yeah. real, question, the real question is, is, will it be a Cloverfield sequel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, John Lithgow has been casted as Judd Crandall in the Pet Cemetery remake. Mm, I can see that. Now that was uh, yeah, Fred Gwynn's character, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that might not be too bad. And uh, let's see. Our final little bit of news here. Kind of slow news week. Uh <laughs> It's a rumor that Jamie Foxx has been offered the role for Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one seems a little odd. A little odd. Maybe if he dresses up as Wanda and does it. I could go for that. <laughs> from In Living Color. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, oh. I, I like even some things, but I don't know if this is... I don't. I don't know. Uh, it seems just kind of weird. Now maybe it's one of those where you got to reserve judgment till you see it. But okay. yeah, no, he he's he, he's really hit or miss for me. Yeah. And if we're if we're going off of comic book roles, you know, right. Electro. Right. That was a oh, that was boy. a huge miss. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. That he he was just a completely wrong casting for that role to begin with. Right. Agreed. Um, and that is the news. All right. Well, Pat, uh, you ready to you ready to take that trip with us, man? Let's do it. All right. Where are we going? Get down to the trailer park. Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week? Going to talk about Feral, starring Scout Taylor Compton and directed by Mark Young. What did you guys think? Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 with noise. It's <laughs> the first thing I thought of. Oh, no. <laughs> but is it part of the Cloverfield universe? That's the question. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You never know. You never know. They keep buying up these scripts and then right. changing them. Um, yeah, this didn't really, didn't really excite me. Um, I do like Scout Taylor Compton. 
But sure. It, nothing really caught my eye on this one. This one's got a May 25th release, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably give it a try if there's nothing else to watch. All right. Def- is it going to be a theater? Is it theatrical or? I think VOD. VOD. I say I won't even have to waste the movie pass on it. <laughs> oh, speaking of movie pass, have you guys heard where they're going to limit it to one movie a week? I didn't hear that, but that that won't bother me too terribly much because I usually about watch about one a week anyway. Yeah, um, but I did get selected, and I think it's because I watched I watched like six in one in one week <laughs> last month. <laughs> but I got random, got quote unquote, randomly selected to uh, do this new thing where I after I purchase the ticket, I have to take a picture of it. Oh, so did I. In with the app. Which is cool. I, di- I did it today, and it worked just fine. So, still no complaints. If it goes to one a week, man, when I paid eight- eighty nine dollars for a full year, I-, yeah. I don't. I just don't have a lot of room to complain about it. You know, I'd rather yeah. I'd rather them do that than quit doing it altogether. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I would almost be happier with two a week, but uh, heck, I haven't even had a chance sure. to get out to one a week. Sometimes. So. <laughs> Still a All right. Video. All right. Our next trailer we're going to talk about is Super Grid, starring Leo Fafard, Marshall Williams, Natalie Krill, and Jay Riso. And he is, for all you WWE fans, Christian. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So this, to me, is the is is. I'm thinking this is going to scratch my itch that I've been missing ever since uh, Blood Drive went off the air. Yes. Um, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. it looks like I, I can't. I can't wait. It looks like a lot of B movie fun to me. And, and I was gonna say you probably like it because the director uh, Lowell Dean, mm-hmm. he did both the Wolfcott movies. And I like both the Wolfcott movies. Yeah, this one looks super fun. What'd you think, Patrick? Yeah, same way. I, it, I mean, it looks cheesy, but that's supposed to be so. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be entertaining on that level for sure. Uh, no release date yet, but this is set to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll, our, I'll be there for sure. Yeah, definitely. And <laughs> I'm hearing this will prob- this one will probably be VOD as well. And our final trailer we're going to talk about is Sick for Toys. Sick starring, for Toys. I've been hearing starring, a lot about this one. Yes, starring Camille Montgomery, John Paul Burkhart, and a person we know, uh, Justin Xavier, who is also one of the writers. Along with Jimmy O. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Directed by David Del Rio. What did you guys think? Pat, what do you think, man? It looks interesting, um, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely interested in checking it out. not just for those reasons, but because, you know, we, we know some of the people involved. So they're sort of, I, don't, I haven't actually met them, but I'm going to at some point. Uh, so it's I'm interested in seeing it because, you know, I like supporting the little guy a little bit. And uh, I think this it actually looks pretty entertaining, too. So um, I, and kind of morbid, which I like. So <laughs> <laughs> always. always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one looks like it is going to get an October release. So, um, when we hear more about it, we will let you guys know. 
Yeah, it's, and, it's doing doing well on the festival circuit, man. They were in they were in Dallas uh, while we were. Unfortunately, we couldn't get out of DFW. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but it did it did sell out. I know that it sold out, so that's a good sign. Yeah, I'm really interested after watching the trailer, uh, dude. So. I was, I was, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I was, I was very worried <laughs> when I booted this trailer up because I'm like, oh shit, you know, we do, we do know a couple of guys involved in it, you know, pretty, pretty close, pretty close. And uh, I thought, oh fuck, what if I don't like it, guys? This, this looks fucking phenomenal, man. The, mm-hmm. the production, the production quality of at least the trailer. Um, I mean, it looks like a major release to me. Yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't really have that indie feel to it. It looked like a major fucking theatrical release. Yeah, Lance, do you know if this is getting a uh, release in the theaters or not? I hope, I hope so, man. I hope so. But either way, either way, we're all going to check it out, and 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 I definitely hope that uh, we cover it on the movie. And I can think of a couple of really good things to 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 put with it. I just love that fucking sexy chick that's just it's just so fucking sadistic. Yeah, was she, that's was she having sex with a corpse? Or or the guy that she was torturing or what? There at the end. I don't know, but she she really helped sell this trailer for me. No right. shit. A talented chick, man. She had me she had me want to come over to her house for Christmas, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All right. Like, looks like it has everything, dude. It looks sick as shit. It looks like it's fucking with Christmas, which is a holiday that I fucking hate. Uh, and it's just, uh, like I said, the production value looks so much, so much different from what I thought we were going to see. So, you know, hats off on the trailer, guys. We're looking forward to seeing the movie. Wish, wish we could have seen it this weekend, but I'm, I'm sure we'll rectify that between now and July for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, Sick for Toys, uh, October release, and that is our last trailer. All right, sounds good. Well, this is the uh, this is the part where our good friend Phil usually does listener feedback. So, uh, of course, since he's not with us uh, here tonight, uh, Patrick, you mind you mind taking over the duties? Yeah, it looks like you guys get quite a bit today. Um, so we'll start here uh, regarding the movie Downrange. The Ryan Stevens, for those of you that know him, that's what he likes to go by. Um, the, going Ryan to, Stevens. the Ryan Stevens. Yeah, going to give this one a watch after my workout this morning. I give it a six. Not too bad. Hmm. And, uh, Thomas uh, Mariani, in the wake of Ash vs. Evil Dead series finale, here's a brief postmortem for the Ash character and franchise overall. Uh, the article begins, after 37 years of fighting the Deadites in some form or another, cult icon Bruce Campbell has announced that the recently aired series finale of Star's Ash vs. Evil Dead is his own swan song for the character of Ashley Joanna Ash Williams. Since 1981's The Evil Dead, Campbell has been leading a one-man crusade as a one-liner spawning fighter of demon and or demon-possessed humans or deadites in the Evil Dead franchise. Through two sequels, a a few video games, and previously mentioned TV series, Ash has gone through many trials and tribulations over the course of a few decades. He's one of the more unique horror protagonists out there, unlike slasher final final girls like Laurie Strode or John Carpenter's usual Kurt Russell lead macho man. 
Ash's more grounded human character, which, I mean, <clears throat> he is straight up coward. <laughs> a scaredy cat hiding behind his smoke stick and chainsaw hand. You can find the full article at Marion marianithomas.wordpress.com awesome yeah it's uh thomas mariani he was on our uh he was on our march madness show this year so thanks for joining us thomas and uh they are uh, as far as i know they're still running decades of horror brian is that your understanding the only the only show that's on hiatus for a little bit right now is horror news radio i believe so i know they just i don't know if i just downloaded it late i know the they just on the the main uh, show they just did the finale for Ash versus Evil Dead. So, okay, cool. And um, speaking of which, uh, I think you you've got an announcement to make on maybe a retrospective or something. Uh, yes, uh, when we uh, we are going to be reviewing Deadpool two here in a couple weeks, and we also are going to do Ash versus Evil Dead and our thoughts on the final uh, season as well as uh, the show overall. Awesome. So I'm going to definitely take this chance to go back and, and, re, and rewatch all of them from the beginning then. Oh, absolutely. Okay, moving on. Uh, regarding Demons 2, Kevin Nez says, not as good as the first, but still cool. Joey Colombo says that he agrees with Kevin. It's not bad or sucky, but compared to the original, <laughs> it's not okay. as badass. Good description. <laughs> Dar- Darren Wilson, did Lance just say he hasn't watched Hol- Holliston? Oh man, so many horror icon cameos. I followed Dee Snyder, who plays Adam, and Joe's boss, Lance Rocket, and Odarius from Guar, Adam's imaginary friend, into a room at Horror Hound, and it ended up being a table read with the cast. Cool. <clears throat> Got it. Got to find a way to watch that. You get. You guys ever seen it? No, uh, uh, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't, but I might give it a yeah. shot. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully, it's hopefully it's better than Victor Crowley. <laughs> Regarding sci-fi dropping trimmers, Eric King, thus leaving more funds for Birdemic Five and Sharknado Twelve. Oh, Jesus. Unfortunately. <laughs> Christy Woke said that original Tremors TV show was hilarious. So, and I don't following up, I don't remember an original Tremors show. Do you? I don't. You I don't. I think it, it was there, but it was pretty brief. I don't remember watching okay. it, but it seems like I remember vaguely there being something about it. Yeah, I think it got canceled real quick. Yeah. Wow, they're just not having much much luck, are they? Yeah, they released set photos from the pilot. It looked like right. it was going to be good. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, like, like yeah. I was saying in one of my comments about it, is maybe it was just too good for sci-fi. It might have been. <laughs> yeah, what I was probably what I was thinking was maybe they looked at what the cost of the show was going to be, and you know, sci-fi doesn't really do too many big budget. Right. Maybe. Well, except- Except for Battlestar Galactica and The Expanse. Yeah. I, I just think, I don't know, maybe maybe Tremor, the series, was just not, sci-fi wasn't the right place for it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, following up on some comments we made on the 100th episode, uh, I said, congratulations on episode 100. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks. Absolutely. 
Uh, what a long, strange trip it's been, right? Um, <laughs> Art Colley, congratulations, guys, on the 100th episode. All right, Art. Stephen Loblad says Tom Holland was is the one as one of the cast of Venom, and Woody Harrelson is supposed to be Carnage. That okay. sounds like a terrible cast. Yeah, the more and more I hear about this movie, I don't want to watch it. Oh, please yeah. tell me we're not going to watch it for the show. You, it sounds like Phillips <laughs> like hype for this movie. Oh fuck! You, you know the CGI looks decent, but that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, don't know. I, I, I agree. I don't know how you can do it. Um, Darren Wilson Nosferatu is pronounced like Nosferatu. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Don and Ellie. Finally finished this off. Again, congrats on the accomplishment. Like I said, it's been fun to hear some part of this journey, and I do truly appreciate the shows we've done. Some of the previous comments made mention of what I wanted to bring up, the Nosferatu slash Nosferatu thing, like Placid, etc. But great, great show. And I agreed with, with some of the lists, but Maybe ranking is a different matter, so I'm not too off with our choices. Cool. Again, I'd like to have listened, but in different order overall. Kevin, I truly appreciate the shout-out. I'm a huge Asian horror fan and love to explore every aspect of the seed and not just what comes out of the expected places. So diving deep into the history of the genre, which in some places is going on 100 years of movie-making, actually, has such a rich vein of films to explore that it's hard not to want to go down the rabbit hole and discover some of these undiscovered gems that lurk lurking deep in many places. I have a lot of writing around on the subject. If you're interested, I'll be more than happy to link you to some of it. And it's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to some of the stuff I found on those films. And then regarding the Australian cinema showing the hereditary trailer before Peter Rabbit, Samantha <laughs> Bean. <laughs> well, that's one way to reach a broader reach broader audiences. <laughs> and you know, scar some kids. <laughs> well, they've been they've they've seen the trailer on TV, but movie trailers tend to be longer and much more intense and involved because of the audience that's there. Obviously, yeah. the trailer is going to be geared for a rated R or heavy PG-13 crowd. Pretty sure there were some adults that were taken aback too. My grandmother would not, would definitely not enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Darren Wilson says, ha ha, I was coming to post a different article about the same thing. (laughs) Peter Rabbit. Yeah. And that's the end of feedback for this week. So thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. And also, don't forget, we're still running the contest, to, so be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Yeah. Why don't you refresh them what that contest is? Yeah, Brian. What what, what are we doing, man? <laughs> uh, we're giving out T-shirts, beer koozies. Come give us, uh, rate us, review us on iTunes. Five stars, please. Most preferably. Yeah. yeah, we still got a mystery person out there that gave us five stars, but but didn't leave a name. So what? Oh, they what they still haven't doing? came with their name. No. Oh. And it was right after we announced the contest, so they're fair game. 
Uh, get that name in so you can get it and get a t-shirt or a beer koozie. Yeah, and I know we gave out at least five cards this weekend, so that's yeah. five new listeners should be right there. So. Uh, you know what? I noticed after we got back from Frightmare that we that we picked up at least a couple of people that have gone back and started picking up quite a bit of our back catalog. So we really really appreciate that. I mean, we we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. So you know, no no pressure if you if you want to take take a little time and leave a review. Uh, we would love to send you guys something. Uh, for free and uh, if you don't hey that's okay too you know as long as you listen and enjoy the the show that's kind of what we're here for so it's all good yep so you uh you boys ready to move on to some featured attractions let's do it sounds good to me perfect host Uh, a lot of people may not have seen this it is available on netflix uh director was nick tomney also known for an upcoming movie called uh, Yester Yester Now. <laughs> I have no idea oh. what that would be. Um, the writers of this were Nick Tomney along with someone named Krishna Jones. Hmm. Uh, the film only had a budget of $500,000. The tattoo on John's hand contains three Hebrew letters, which are the initials for Ura Riva Yariva which is a Kabbalah term that means uh, absolute certainty and is supposed to enhance confidence and belief. And final piece of trivia is this was filmed in 17 days. So, Pat, you're our guest, man. You want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Are this cops, was, uh, cops coming to get you or what, man? Sounds like it, doesn't it? <clears throat> Must be here for my roommate. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now this was an interesting movie. I I yeah. wasn't sure. I really kind of expected it to be horrible, just because that's right. sometimes what you get with uh, movies on Netflix. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was halfway decent. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought David Hyde Pierce, of course, not that he's ever done a bad job, but he definitely carried the film. Um, and uh, it was. Slightly different than what I expected, um, but uh, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I think it, you know, it kept my interest. So that being said, I, you know, it it wasn't the best movie overall. But knowing it was only filmed in seventeen days, I, I was like, wow, because I, I mean, it doesn't look like it was filmed in seventeen days. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was pretty decent overall. Brian. Yeah, uh, now that now that I'm, I'm hearing the trivia about the budget and the, how many days it took, and I'm kind of looking at it with a different perspective. Because when it started, I'm, I was just kind of like, "Oh shit, it's going to be one of those uh, <laughs> super bad low budget movies." And then the right, guy right, from right. the Lethal Weapon TV series shows up as the main character. Right. I was just like, oh my gosh! But then when um, we actually get into the house and and get things going. It was it was not what I expected to be. I thought it was just going to be a mm-hmm. typical. You just walked into the wrong house, and the guy's going to get his ass kicked. But no, um, <laughs> what, what was what is what is the guy's name? Uh, David Hyde. David Pierce. Yeah, he really did yeah. carry this movie. Um, he was fucking weird as shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything from the, I mean, you you already knew from that one scene when he's like, "Let me get you a washcloth," and you thought he was right. going to bring it for his foot 
No, he just wanted to clean up the blood off the floor because it was bothering him. Right. And I was like, this guy's fucking weird with his weird. You're bleeding, you're bleeding on my floor. <laughs> And then you get the weird pictures uh, on the on the mantle or whatever, where he's got his arm around nobody, right? And I'm just like, yeah, you just you just went into the wrong fucking house, right? <laughs> and I, I I think he really he really saved the movie from me because I, I this was this was I, I didn't even think I was going to finish it, but it, it turned out to be decent. Okay, and are, are we spoiling this at all or? Yeah, full spoiler for this one. It's a 2010 movie. The whole thing when when he's out by the trash and the stoats cut and all that, and then you find out it's just makeup. (laughs) Like he he just took the time to. I I thought that was so. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, I have a question. Did did he kill? Did okay? So did he really kill anybody? Or that's what I was trying to figure out. You know, I it's like obviously the people in his head are just in his head. But, you know, I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, were these ever real people at one point in time? Or what? And, you know, and I have to wonder if maybe one of them was, and maybe that's what caused him to go nuts in the first place or something happened. Yeah, because he, he brought up the one the one girl or whatever. Right. And he seemed to get really agitated. But I was really after the he was found in the trash. I was really confused. Right. I was like, so did he actually kill anybody, or is he that crazy? Yeah, I actually had to back it up and watch it again. I was like, what? What? Because I I, I was like, wait a minute, wasn't the stroke cut? Yeah, yeah. I, it was just so weird. I was like, okay, that's different. <laughs> and I thought the one scene was fucking hilarious. Uh, him fucking the imaginary person in the bathroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the the table dance was kind of funny too. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I really didn't like though, because it made no sense to me, was uh, how he took the money. Because mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, it just kind of seemed like how crazy he was and the way he played the character. Like that wasn't a real motivation. Money yeah, wasn't a, a, right. Wouldn't, wouldn't think that would have been the first thing on his mind, right? Yeah. So I I don't know. It was kind of weird. Yeah. I, I really I really enjoyed the first uh, the first fifteen minutes or so. I thought that uh, I, I really don't care too much for this actor, Clay Crawford, the one that's in. You said he's in um, which, which which TV show now? Uh, uh, Lethal Weapon. That's right. He, yeah, he, he's he's supposed to be the me- yeah. He's not. Let's just <laughs> right. say I I I would admit I kind of like that show because mm-hmm. it really it really needs to be something else other than Lethal Weapon. But yes. he is not Mel Gibson. Well, I I really I really started disliking him because of a role he played, and I guess that that's showing that he's a pretty decent actor. Because I really disliked him because he played a complete fucking asshat. Uh, he was the brother of a of a of, of a uh, convict that got that got set free uh, because they did a DNA test, which proved that he didn't do the murder. And a movie TV show called Rectify. Have you guys ever seen that? No, I have not. Yeah, he he plays the guy's brother, and he's just a fucking asshole. Um, and I haven't seen I haven't seen the other show, but uh, I thought I thought he did he did a pretty good job there at the beginning, where he was you know trying to pull off the the robbery, and then ended up like you guys said in the wrong house. But yeah, after that, after that, to me, once once David, I, I know I've, this is going to be unpopular, but once uh. 
once Dave, David Hyde Pierce got involved, uh, to me, the, the movie should have been called The Perfect Mess. Because uh. there were more unnecessary plot twists in this piece of shit. Uh, if they had just kept it a simple, you know, yeah, the guy stumbles into the wrong house and it's a crazy lunatic that kind of locks him up and has imaginary friends and stuff like that, but when they pull out the angle of him being a cop and all that garbage... I mean, come on, man. How how top how top heavy is this supposed to get here? You know what I mean. Um, I just thought they tried to they just they just tried to cram too many plot twists in there, and then the one with the girl, which I understand that and why they did that, and that was kind of the, you know, the impetus for him being set up for that robbery job and everything, and it kind of had to, something like that had to be there. But I don't know. In my opinion, if they had just kept it, a guy breaking into the wrong house. And just being kind of like uh, mentally tortured by this lunatic the whole time, I would have enjoyed the movie a lot more. I can see that. Just my opinion, you know. You but you guys both liked Hyde Pierce's acting, right? Most people said he 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 did. I, I know I'm way in the minority on on not caring for his character that much in this. Yeah, I think well, he just he brought the right for me the right amount of crazy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he started out great, like you said, with the part with the blood and all that. But yeah, I don't know. He just went a little. When, he, when we found out who he really was, that I, it lost me, man. It was like, come on, dude. Yeah, I I kind of agree with you. The whole cop angle probably could have been left out, but right. If he would have played this like just a straight, I'm just gonna kidnap you and beat you up. This would have been like many other movies in this kind of, I guess, subgenre of horror, this uh, home invasion type. But like I said, I, I think the right amount of crazy was just enough, but I, I really, I can, I can see where you feel like the cop angle just kind of threw it off. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost wonder if they threw the cop angle in there just so they had some way of tidying up the ending with a nice little bow. And, you and, know. Making the, and making the movie an hour and a half instead of You're right. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so, it just seemed awful convenient, you know that right. All that happened, so seemed that way. Seemed 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 a little far fetched to me, but you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, five hundred thousand. They didn't have that extra hundred thousand to get too much into the story, so yeah. yeah. Fair enough. And you, and you figure Hyde Pierce probably took half of that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you think he, he may have he may have worked for scale just to be in the movie or something? You know, yeah, it's hard to tell. It's possible. Maybe Nick or uh, one of these guys is his buddy or something. I don't know. Could <laughs> be. Yeah, I, I I think this Clint Crawford guy. I'm, de- I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely going to say he's, he's he's a pretty good actor. Because if he did, you know, make me hate him as much as I did in the one show. Uh, and plus, he was kind of a nuanced character. If you guys ever get a chance, you probably should check out uh, Rectify. I think it was only like three seasons. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure where you, where you could find it. It was on the uh, Sundance channel. And I think they uh, okay. showed reruns on AMC. So it, it's got to be out there somewhere. But um, it was pretty nuanced. I mean, he started out, you started out really hating him and then you kind of found some of his motivations toward the end. So yeah, I mean, I get this really was just kind of like a two man show really at the end of the day, wasn't it? Pretty much. 
you know. And I would have been happier if they just kind of kept it that sort of like a you know like like a uh, uh, a a bottle a bottle up. You know, like they talk about certain uh, TV shows have like a bottle episode where everything's contained in just that one episode and there's no bleed over, mm-hmm. and it all takes place in one in one area. I, I think the movie would have worked better as that. But again, just, you know, just my opinion. I think it just went a little too crazy there. You guys ready, you guys ready for scores or anything else yeah. to say? Sure. Yeah, let's move on. That? Um, for me, I'm going to give this a five and a half. Right. Uh, ten. So, I mean, it was just a little, little more good than bad. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, it was watchable. Um for the most part, I mean, it, it's not stellar, but it, it's good. I think it's, you know, entertaining enough to watch. So five and a half, I think, is where, where it fits for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it a five. It's it's decent. It's watchable. It's, hey, hey, it's on Netflix. So right, check it out. Yeah, and to that point, I'm going to say there's a shitload of other stuff also on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a three. Um, and I think I'm being a little bit generous. <laughs> I, I will give it a three. There, there was some decent acting. Like I said, if they had just kept it to what it started out as in the first act, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But uh, anyway, folks, it's on Netflix. So as as the guys say, it's free <laughs> if you got Netflix anyway. All right. Well, Bad Samaritan, uh, directed by uh, Dean. De- oh shit. <laughs> oh no. Dean Devlin, what other what other movie have we seen recently for the show, Brian? That that he that he directed the amazing Geostorm. Ooh, that does not bode well. That does not bode well. Writer uh, Brandon Boyce, uh, also known for uh, Wicker Park. You guys ever seen that one? It sounds really familiar. Mm hmm. It's kind of a kind of an older uh, movie, isn't it? Like uh, late '90s or early 2000s. I think jo- Josh Hartnett is in it. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember that. Kind of, kind of one of those um, more of a suspense suspense yeah. type movie. Right, like somebody's like cheating on somebody or something like. No, I think it's like his girlfriend disappears. Okay, or something like that, something and he's else. trying and and he's trying to find out who did it or something like that, and it has something to do with Wicker Park or something. Okay. I can't remember for sure, but I think that's what the premise of the movie was. Well, he also he also wrote the screenplay for uh, for a pretty damn good Stephen King adaptation called uh, Apt Pupil. You guys seen mm. that one? Yeah, Absolutely. with uh, Gan- Gandor, Gandor, whatever his yeah. name, Magneto. <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he played the yeah. Nazi war criminal, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was a pretty good, good movie. Very like good movie. Um, so principal photography on this film began in early 2017 in Portland, Oregon. Gee, you couldn't tell from as many times as they mentioned Oregon in the movie. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. I was like, we get it. <laughs> And uh, this was based on a 2013 script originally titled No Good Deed. Um, I think I like Bad Samaritan better. And I think there is already a movie called No Good Deed, isn't there? Or am I thinking of Yeah, isn't there like a Tyler Perry movie or something? <laughs> Medea 6 or something yeah. like that. Boo, boo, th- boo 3, maybe? Oh, gosh. That's, that is my nightmare. <laughs> well, guess what, Brian? 
Get ready. Oh, I'm, if there was, I would have to watch. My my youngest daughter thinks those movies are hilarious. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. So you can't couldn't blame just me on that one. Oh no, she's mad at you. She's she's still she keeps asking me how could we never did that episode and I was like well oh, it's no. too late now it's well we're into the next year now so we gotta we gotta do something for the kids man yeah all of our episodes can't be explicit language right you can always no. rewatch it you can always rewatch it Halloween and review it then right. yeah Lance you can you can rewatch it <laughs> fill you guys in yeah. All right, yeah, but we're talking about Bad Samaritan, so uh, uh, Pat, our, our esteemed guest, man, Bad Samaritan, you checked it out, right? I did. I saw it this afternoon, and I yeah. gotta say, um, wasn't really sure what to expect from this movie because I hadn't really heard much about it, but I enjoyed it. I, I, it was actually fairly entertaining. I, I it's very story driven, which I thought was great. Um, you know, and. Now, I'm not 100 sure, but was was the the same actor also the bad guy in the first season of, uh, of uh, Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones, yeah, yeah. Yep. that's what I thought. He was also the tenth, he was also the tenth uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, um, he, he play, plays a great villain. I'll give him that. He he does yeah, crazy real well. It it almost felt like the Purple Man was back. You know, right after that lackluster <laughs> season two of uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, I, David. I, Go ahead. I was going to say, I've yet to finish that. So, <laughs> yeah, Dave, David Tennant, look, he just has a very creepy look to him. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was I, I was uh, actually pretty successful in places. So I, I, I really liked that. I was like a lot more movie than what I expected it to be, for sure. Right. Did you enjoy it, Brian? Um, for the most part, I did. There were there were at times where I felt the movie was a little uneven, right? Because I felt like at one minute the movie was going to be super dark and kind of twisted, and then uh, near the end, it, I kind of felt like it was a little more lighthearted, mm-hmm. kind of action thriller type. But um, overall, uh, like like the first movie we reviewed, um, David Tennant really was the star of this movie because mm-hmm. he just to me he just he looks creepy as fuck his weird accent he had in this movie his american i guess that's his american accent was yes. it was kind of it kind of added to the to the weird creepiness sure right yeah um i didn't like the lead guy i could oh, take it oh you didn't like the kid too much yeah no he was kind of generic to me okay well and I, for the most part, I did like the story. There were there was at times when we'll get into spoilers, but um, mm-hmm. it was I don't know. It was just kind of hard for me to go with some of the things that was happening. So, but overall, I I was surprised. I, I went in not really expecting much, and I, I got a little bit out of it that um, I wasn't expecting. So, yeah, um, yeah. I did. I didn't know what to expect. I, I really wasn't. I I almost. Uh, Almost didn't get to almost didn't get to see this movie because I have a lot of lot of catch up to do at work since I wasn't there Friday and like I said uh, my daughter's graduating college uh, this upcoming Friday so I absolutely positively have to leave work uh, early this Friday so I get up to my my building today and the power is out we came oh. into our office 
can't get onto the computer or anything. So um, basically, they said at 10 o'clock, if it power's still out, we're calling it. Everybody go home. Well, 10 o'clock came, and I guess I, I, guess I was going to get to see the movie today after all, as it turns out. So um, I'm super glad I did, guys. I really enjoyed this movie. This is not what I was expecting. I thought this was going to be just a... Just kind of a, a, a low-key... <laughs> my little granddaughter's in here. My wife brought brought her in, and she's just holding my hand, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in hog heaven right now. How are you doing, sweetie? <laughs> the big old smile. Well, I didn't mean to smile you. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, this was, um, this was a lot of fun at the movie. Now, I will say this. There were, there were several glaring plot holes it was definitely not a perfectly wit- written script in any in any way form or fashion right. and we'll get into a lot of that in spoilers like for example if he had something the whole time why didn't he use that to show the police early on rather than you know use his brother's crappy computer to enhance it or whatever kind of kind of kind of silly there and, you know, just a couple of the things that were motivating him. Did, I, I'm with you guys. I thought that char- the main character, oh, Dane DeHaan would have done so much better, Pat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have made it horrible. But, um, no, Dave, uh, David Tennant absolutely stole, stole, this, stole this movie, man. I have, I have really enjoyed watching. I don't think I've seen him in anything that I haven't enjoyed enjoyed watching him in you guys talked about how great he was in jessica jones he's been in several and i mean several bbc shows this dude is probably one of the hardest working uk actors out there um but when i saw him in did you did you guys check check out the um fright night remake that he was in yes yeah he basically he basically played chris angel Mm -hmm. (laughs) right he was he was phenomenal in that movie um, but he, this guy's a great actor, and um, boy, you talk about—he had me believing that he was that that he was everything that he was acting to be in this movie. Um, I I got to kind of wonder if this guy's not a little bit out there, really. I mean, he was just almost too almost too believable in this role. Yeah, he, he's starting yeah. he's starting to be like him and Ben Mendelsohn, mm-hmm. like. When I hear they're playing a villain, I, I get excited for that role because they they really play that role well. Oh, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> they um, should have casted casted him as Carnage. Oh, as anything. <laughs> but I, I I will say this: I was not incredibly excited to see this movie. And um, despite the few little, you know, plot holes and, 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 and obvious things that they overlooked and why would he do this? Because this would, you know, create this problem or whatever. Um, man, I, it was a lot of fun. I had, I, had a, I had a really great time watching this movie and it was an hour and 50 minutes. And I swear it felt like it was an hour to me. It, it went by that fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I have to say I was very pleasantly surprised. You guys ready for scores? Yeah, I guess so. Sure, yeah. It's it's hard. Uh, the only other thing I will say to those who are gonna you know pause it and and come back later, um, I I want I want our listeners to tell me if they also picked up quite a bit of uh, sort of an Alfred Hitchcock vibe 
in a lot of the scenes because mm-hmm. there were some parts that really reminded me of like uh, Rear Rear Window and some other uh, some other right. Hitchcock films. So I really I, I'm going to have to give this director another shot. I'm going to give him a pass on Geostorm after this one. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> but uh, all right, all right yeah, um, scores scores uh, for me. I'll definitely say it was better than Geostorm. I'm going to give this a seven. That's um, nice for me. For me, it's I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, there was some plot holes and things like that, mm-hmm. but, but overall, I, it was a fun ride. It was a much better film than what I was expecting going in, mm-hmm. and and like and just like you said, I mean, David Tennant really stole the show and, and made it worth watching. So I think that's that's really my thoughts on it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about spoiler wise, but yeah, I, it was good. I liked it. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go six and a half. Okay. Not That's quite not seven. Uh, I really, really enjoyed David Tennant. I also did not expect much out of it and mm-hmm. really, really had a lot more fun than I thought I was going to. There was just some things that I just, it wasn't working for me. So I'm going to have sure. to go uh, six and a half. Yeah, de- definitely an imperfect script. Uh, definitely not the best or most talented people around Tenet. Um, but yeah, ten- Tenet alone and the amount of fun that I had watching this movie uh, causes me to give it, um, I-, I think, maybe my first ever one-quarter score. I give it 7.25, actually. Because uh, oh. I have to give it a little bit better than 7, but I can't justify 7.5 due to some of the silly shit. But uh <laughs> strong strong 7.25 so in other words we all do recommend the movie yep absolutely all right, all right spoiler time yep all right yeah. who's going first this is a motherfucking spoiler alert you've been fucking warned this is a motherfucking spoiler alert you've been fucking warned this is a motherfucking spoiler alert you've been fucking warned Okay, I just have to point out, I hate when they fucking do this in movies, how when the killer or whoever mm-hmm. is um, basically going to change his look up to right. to disguise himself. All this guy did was put a fucking perm in his hair. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and it drove me fucking yeah. crazy. I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the main, I, I, I just, I couldn't. I don't know. He just wasn't working for me. Everything he was doing to help this girl, I was just like, I don't fucking believe you either. Why is the FBI and everybody? But just mm-hmm. like that was another thing that I thought was kind of a repeat from other movies. There's always that one FBI agent that's been working the case for years. Oh, yeah. Right. So those those little beats right there just kind of it, it, it was basically Things I've seen in other movies done, you know, over and over again. Right. Yeah, it, got, for, it got a little far fetched in spots, didn't it? Yeah. And for me, it was the, some of the stuff where you know you were talking about where it kind of would switch gears. Mm-hmm. Like you know when he when he's in the house and he runs into like the kill room and he sees all those knives and oh, stuff yeah. hanging there and all that, that stuff. Awesome. And then it's, it's like magically that stuff's all gone. Just like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, come on. Like, at first, at first, I thought he had a, I thought he had like a house that was split in two, and one yeah. side was exactly like the other, but the clean side. 
Kind of like that's, Avatar, right, Brian? That, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's, I mean, that's what I thought at first. It's like, how the hell did he do it? I mean, right. you know, there's no way he could have had all that. Like, everything just all of a sudden spotless, you know? Yeah. And it, it just seemed like it was like not near enough time had passed for that to have happened. You know? Yeah, that that's that tone change I was talking about. Because you see his, his little secret kill room, and he's got fucking chainsaws and all kinds oh, yeah. of stuff in there. Right. And, and then later... I was just saying, they didn't really touch upon any of that. They never, other than you see it, that's it. Yeah, and then... You do anything with it. And then you get the scene right after that where the cop's there, and he, he notices that one of his tools is missing, and something's out of place, and he, he looks super agitated that shit's out of place. Right. And then later we get a scene of the main guy driving his Maserati out of an exploding house, and I'm like, are we... Okay, we're a fucking action movie now. Right. I just, I just, it just was kind of just all over the place. A little uneven. <laughs> a little uneven, huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just wanted it to be super dark. I mean, the movie starts with him <laughs> oh, it, as a it, kid it, killing, it killing fucking horses. It had plenty of fucking like, darkness yeah. in it, Brian. I mean, he's on, whipping dude. and shooting a horse. I'm right. like, okay, <laughs> this is what we're, this is where we're going. Okay. And then. And then at the end, I thought at the end the the fight scene was a little ridiculous because that guy should have been fucking dead. The main actor. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, David, he beat, beat him. Did, did yeah, they, did repeatedly. The department do a job on him, huh? Yeah, he yeah. beat him in the head repeatedly with that sho- with that shovel, and then he just has a swollen eye. I'm like, uh, I mean, I get it for the movie. He somebody. I did like the girl had to basically save him though. Yeah. Because my theater kind of cheered with the scene where she was like, yeah. she hit him with the shovel, and then she was like, "That's how you fucking save somebody." Right. Oh, I love so. they, I love that line. <laughs> I did I did enjoy that. Yeah, and and they did kind of leave some of the plot lines open, like the whole him and his girlfriend that never really oh, got yeah, resolved. Oh yeah, I wish they had resolved that. They, they yeah, so they they did leave some holes. You there, know, there wasn't an after credit scene, was there that I missed? No, no. I, no. I, I, okay, I got up and left. <laughs> So we don't. But know. yeah, <laughs> but David Tennant was at times he was brutal. Like mm-hmm. you brought up the girlfriend, he beat the shit out of her. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And that that kind of it. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of made me jump when he mm-hmm. first popped out of nowhere and grabbed her. Absolutely. And and that scene when he's calling into the restaurant owner, telling him about how his house got robbed, and mm-hmm. uh, he, I thought he was brilliant. You could see his face and how he was just all flipping out over the phone. And mm-hmm. I just thought, I thought that little dialogue was pretty great because he was—he sounded mm-hmm. convincing, like you know, <laughs> like yeah. he was just some crazy homeowner guy freaking out over his house being robbed. So, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely, I'm definitely with Brian on the Maserati thing. It's like if he's, if he's so just so that everything must be in its place, he. He never would have left that there for that kid to to drive to drive off. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know. Right. Yeah, was, and uh, he had all that. He had all that tech stuff. And he never really explained any of mm-hmm. like you know. Yeah, he had like, like spy gadgets and stuff. Right, and the, like you know, that would have been the one thing that I, I know it was already an hour and fifty minutes, but it would have been nice to have seen a little bit of character development on his end. You know about who he was, or maybe some background right. on him a little bit. But um, you know, understandably, I know they, you know, where they went with the movie and stuff. But I, I think you could have probably 
cut out some of the action sequences, as Brian puts it, maybe give us a little more character references to this guy or something said. Yeah, and I mean, this might sound weird, but <laughs> he was basically breaking these people sure. like horses. Right, right, I kind right. of felt like he didn't, maybe he should have treated them more like animals. Then I don't know. Right, they they right. started to become like his little slave servants, kind of well, just be obedient. We we didn't see <laughs> we didn't really see a whole lot of him doing any of that. Yeah, you know, other than her a few times, but we never see a whole lot of him being you know doing anything other than you know doing like you know getting a cage or whatever. You didn't see him doing anything really severe beating them or mistreating them other than those things you know yeah because i thought it was going to get rid because you if you look in the background you see like you know horse brush and i thought he was going to like brush her hair like she was a horse and just <laughs> right. you know super weird crazy, stuff yeah. well and, and all the, all the that, brian you're right all the bodies that were in the pit when she's trying to get out oh and wow. we don't have we didn't get any kind of anything you know on how you know those people probably had to die some sort of horrible death and we never saw anything you know like that i mean in in its defense guys it was it was already an hour hour and 50 minutes it it was was 20 minutes longer than a typical horror movie anyway you know yeah they could have did some i mean maybe a scene with the fbi agent explaining right something that she you know because i don't know just Again, going back to like the little tracking device, that is some high tech stuff that mm-hmm. he just has a case that he just pulls out and he's got passports and IDs. I mean, I know he's a yeah. trust fund guy, sure. but it just, just sure. kind of seemed like he was something else. Yeah, All right. in the way there was a lot missing. I kept expecting a lot more to happen too, just like you guys. Yeah. It was definitely. I mean, he he definitely made the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. potholes aside and everything, it's it was still a good movie. It just, but I agree with Brian on some of those things. It would have been nice to. I think they could have just tweaked a little, a couple. All it would have taken was an added scene here and there. Nothing, you know, too extensive. Sure. You could have added maybe five minutes worth of film time and probably gotten mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff explained. You know. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm looking. I'm looking on Wikipedia. Apparently, his character is supposed to be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. He said yeah. he said that at one point in the movie. He said, "You have no idea how much money I have." And, yeah. and the FBI agents were talking about, "Well, you know, he was a bill a billionaire baby trust fund baby." Okay, I missed that part. Yeah. So the, when the kid said, uh, "You're not going to get away with this," or something like that, toward the end, he said, "You have no idea how much money I have." You know. Yeah. So it also had some pretty neat little things to say about class struggle and stuff like that too. Right. Which yeah. I thought was a little clever. But yeah, I mean, they they could have. I, I I kept wanting more. You know, I kept wanting more. I wanted more of his backstory and, uh, like you guys were saying, when he opened the drawer and the passport and all was in there, it's like, are we are we going to see he's like a super super spy or something like that or what? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Got a got an escape escape plan there, ready for any eventuality, you know. Yeah, right. Definitely. I mean, he was definitely prepared. I mean, that little cabin was quite the little bunker he had built up. So. No doubt. No doubt. Um, all right. So we probably uh, said enough about about this. When you guys think, right? Yeah, I think so. Cool. I think so. Yeah. So I would say my final thoughts on this one is uh, pleasant, pleasantly surprised. What would you guys say? 
Absolutely. Um, Not a lot of, I guess, uh, promotion for this movie. So not at all. Maybe maybe that that did justice because you just kind of went in not knowing what to expect. So right. Well, David Tennant's awesome. How how are how are you going to compete against you know second week of the Avengers or whatever, right? Yep, uh, fastest movie to gross a billion dollars ever, huh? Yep, and I think it's already at one point three billion already. So wow. Yeah. All right. Never. Well, um, we'll make this kind of a short one, and you know we'll, we're certainly going to be uh, be back next week and. Either between now and then or just after that, we'll have a special uh, episode. We, we still need to do our Walking Dead retrospective, and we still need to do our all of our Frightmare coverage. So there's plenty of stuff coming. Um, we are trying to keep these shows... Uh, we were talking about this before we recorded. We are trying to keep them all um, at least under an hour and a half per show, and sometimes we're going to try to go with just like an hour. Um, but don't worry, because we'll be bringing you guys some b- more bonus episodes, as we always have, and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I think definitely some more like TV show season wrap ups and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely, man! That's a great idea because uh, a lot of the TV shows out are, are better are better than uh, uh, several of the movies that we've been watching lately, wouldn't you say? Yep, and uh, I'm all caught up with uh, Walking Dead, and me and the wife are uh, all right. starting uh, Fear of the Walking Dead now, so we'll be caught up with that here soon. Well, you know what? There's a lot of haters out there, but uh, I'm, st- I'm still enjoying both series, so hey, if you're watching it and you're enjoying it, I mean, my God, dude, if, if think about it. If 12 years ago somebody had told you, hey, there's going to be two zombie TV shows, regular TV shows on, you, I would have been pissing my pants. With excitement, you know. So mm-hmm. there's actually three. Uh, I don't count three that, or four. Z Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nation. And well, don't forget I Zombie. Oh, uh, I, 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 I kind of like that one. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people tell yeah. me it's okay. Give it a try. It's different. It's yeah. different, right? Uh, well, Pat, thanks for joining us, dude, and 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 fill and filling in uh, while Phillips' kids are over there hitting inside the park home runs all night. <laughs> um anything else you wanna you wanna leave us on, dude, before we uh we wrap it up? Uh well I just wanted to say thanks for having me on the show. Um it was uh been a wild and crazy weekend. Brian, we hope to catch you next next year. Uh, and uh yeah, definitely. But uh other than that, I just wanna say uh thanks again for having me and thanks Phil, for coming hope on. You, hope yeah, hope you're able to get back next week so you can read the feedback. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll have more again. Um, yeah. I actually just had a couple of things pop up in uh, in Podbean that we just didn't have time to read tonight. So I guess we guess we got a couple of new listeners. So uh, I do and see I, some new comments on here. Excellent. And we'll probably have a review from Samantha Bean about the perfect host. Nice. Cool. Cool. Maybe she'll like you better than, better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, guys, be sure to, uh, or as always, we want to thank you all for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, you guys know we want to hear your feedback. You can reach us at The Horror Returns at Gmail or leave an iTunes review. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean. Probably start looking at some new ways to reach out to because social media is changing every day. We definitely learned that at Frightmare because um, everyone that we talked to, (laughs) 
Why did you answer us on Facebook? We we wanted to try to get an interview set up. Facebook? We well, should have fucking Twittered me, man. So we may have some yeah. interviews com- We may have some interviews coming up yet, guys. All right. Frightmare, and then don't forget we've got. Uh, we'll be going to Comic Palooza in three weeks as well, as we always do. So uh, uh, next week it's going to be the highly anticipated uh, movie Revenge, which I believe Brian is a Shutter original. Yeah, Shutter exclusive. Cool. And then we're going to do I Spit on Your Grave, and we haven't decided yet if it's going to be the original or the remake or both. But uh, definitely female empowerment week next week. And uh, other than that, uh, Pat, until the horror returns again. Good night.